The following podcast is a Dear Media production. <laughs> this is X Virgin, and I'm your host, Carter Cruz, here to explore the world of sex and relationships in a unique way. I promise to make you laugh and share all the best tips. Headphones in, because this is about to get wild. This episode is sponsored by Woo More Play. I have no dating apps. No I, dating I've apps? never been on them ever. Not a single one? Not a single one. Really? No. But I do help all my friends on their dating apps. <laughs> so it's not really. No. All my guy friends, I'm like, yo, give me your profile. I'll write some fun. Because I'm always like, what are you looking for? Okay, wait. Actually, before we get into this, I feel like we're about to get into a good topic. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my friend Katie. Hey, guys. <laughs> and she's a civilian. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way I like to describe to like all my industry friends is like, I'm the one that has a like normal real job. <laughs> <laughs> my friend asked me who I was having the, on the pod today and I was like, oh, like my friend Katie, she's a normal person. Yeah, yeah um, <laughs> exactly. In the sense of like you have a normal job, but uh, you're obviously just like me. So yeah, no. I wouldn't say totally normal. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. I think growing up in LA just excludes that whole kind of... You grew up here? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Born and raised. Oh, okay. okay. You're just like West Coast vibes all day. The chaos started at a young age. Do you say age. like hella? No. <laughs> I'm from oh, yeah, LA. I'm not from the that's Bay. That's a NorCal thing. Yeah. Okay, okay. I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been in LA my whole life. So I've been involved in the chaos for a long time. You had like my dream life growing up. I like used to beg my dad to move to LA. I'd be like, please, I'll oh, yeah. never, I was like eight years old. I was like, I'll never break a single rule if we just moved <laughs> to Los Angeles. Like, are you kidding me? Like if I grew up in fucking Los Angeles, you think at 15, I wouldn't have been like the biggest nightmare of all time. Being like, yeah. I'm going to Warwick. Yeah, that was my life. <laughs> like going to clubs at the age of like 16 or 17. 100%. Oh, I read the articles. I was like living vicariously through them. I was like, oh yeah, God, I want to do it. Yeah. I was like, my dad, I'll never break one rule. And funny enough, I went to an all girls private Catholic school. The same one birth kids go to. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. well, you went to the same one? Same one. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's why I like laugh sometimes when I hear him talk about it. I'm like, oh, I fucking used to run that joint like <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I was like, I wish he knew what it was like back then. Oh, <laughs> He Catholic probably wouldn't have liked his girls going there. Oh yeah, Catholic school. I'm Well, honestly, yeah. any parent who puts their kids in Catholic school, I'm like, I mean, did you not know? The way that I like to say it is there's the people who go there by choice and they're fucking weird or the people who get sent there, which was me, you know? So it's like... I feel like, honestly, all the people I know who went to Catholic school are like the most fun people I've ever met. Oh, yeah, because it was unhinged. Yeah, because they were like, oh, finally I get to like be free. Yeah. Imagine LA. I went to school with like celebrities' kids yeah. and like <laughs> I was like doing a bunch of drugs with like... So what do they like... Okay, so I, it would be different. Like I'm from the South. Like, I mean, it was already, like, a big deal about, like, to teach evolution, like, in public schools, right? They'd be yeah. like, oh, my God. Because even though it's, like, a public school, it's the South. So yeah. you have a lot of people going, like, no, no, no. Like, we don't like you teach this, like, as a theory. Yeah. So in California, I would assume we'd be, like, a much different mindset. So, like, how is that different in, like, Catholic schools? Like, 
You know, I mean, obviously yeah. it's Catholic school, but like it's got to be a little bit more open minded than some, right? I don't know because I had nuns as teachers. <laughs> so I'm not the best person for that. It was chaos. I would say that because it's like, you know, one day you're being taught by a nun and the next you're going to a lingerie party at 16 <laughs> with like the UCLA basketball team. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just up and down, you know? UCLA is going to like put a flag <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> like, are you insane? I have my friend the other day was telling me, like, he's a guy. So he's like, yeah, we went to this like, you know, I was like 17, went to this frat party because I like knew somebody. It was like oh, yeah. another senior year of high school. Oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, it's so crazy that we got to experience this when we were 17. I'm like, oh, well, as a girl, <laughs> you can do that anytime. Anytime. Be like, I was like 15. And I was going to like the university. I was like 20 minutes from my house. Yeah. You'd go there. And I remember you, I would tell everyone I was a freshman at this other college that I actually did end up going to that was like an hour and a half away. Yeah. And you'd just be like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a freshman at ECU. And I was like actually 15 years old. And then yeah. I remember this guy's like, oh, you want a beer bong? And I was like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then, like, I'm like, I, I couldn't. I was like, it's coming too fast. And I oh, yeah. spit it all over this guy. And then, like, of course, you get drunk enough and you're like, yeah, I'm actually like 15. And they're all like, oh, my God, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, it was it was very chaotic, but it was so much fun, like hanging out with Lakers and going to clubs with them and, you know, getting into bar fights at a young age. But it was yeah, made me, fight. yeah, shaped me to the person I am. Yeah, been once, in a fight? once I was like 25, I was like, okay, I've got to stop fighting because it's a little ghetto now. Like, it's <laughs> not who okay, I want to be. Okay, so you've actually been like in a fight. Yeah, the most memorable one. Yeah, I need is, to know. This is a great story. This is, <laughs> this is top 10 stories. I was out one night at, God, I can't even remember the club because it doesn't even exist anymore. But we were out at a club and I don't really want to name his name, but we were with a <laughs> professional basketball player yeah. <laughs> and he is very notorious for a fight scene in the NBA. Or you can say it and we can beep it out. <laughs> Just so I know, but also I probably wouldn't know because I'm like dumb about yeah. sports. Yeah, well. <laughs> you can tell me after. It yeah. will like mean the same to me as it does now. Yeah, so we were at a club and some girls were trying to get at our table and we were just strong slob kebabs and we're like no, you can't come up to our table you know and it hit them the wrong way so they tried to pull my friend's hair like on the dance floor and then I was like you're so stupid like in heels I'm like six two like you're like five four in heels and he was like okay we gotta go guys we gotta go this isn't looking good we go outside and the girl comes out again and she's like coming up to me and she like slightly punched me in the face not even anything hard and I was like I was like I went crazy I was like wow you're so stupid and I grabbed her by the hair and I just start punching her TMZ comes out because I was with him and I was like fuck am I gonna be on world star like had to call <laughs> oh, out world star back in the day. <laughs> yeah and I was a nanny at the time so I was like okay I need to like <laughs> I needed to call out of work the next day because I had bruised fists. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this is where I'm not going to fight anymore. But we got into the limo. Who doesn't limo anymore? But we got into the limo and he's like, he knows. he's like, yo, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know I brought the ratchet girl from the valley. And I was like, 
sir, you have literally the most notorious fight in the NBA. Like fighting like fans in the stand. Like, don't come for me. And he's like, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, I've been there. I've never I've never fought anyone. And I always wonder, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I think the thing that I would have like my like gift I would have in a fight. Like you said, it's being scrappy and being like absolutely feral. Yeah. Like I would go for me to be mad enough because it's like, you know, I was raised in the South, you know, like we don't solve problems that way. Like, you know, so like (laughs) that's not my immediate go to. Yeah. So for me to be mad enough to like try to fight someone, I would have to be so fucking mad because I've been so mad so many times and I've never really done it. So I would have to be so pissed. But I think that would make me kind of like crazy and good at it is that I'd be like, I would just be so fucking psycho because (laughs) to get me to that point to like want to punch anybody, I'd have to be in such a level of insanity. And I think that I'd be like someone who's like pulling girls hair, just like kneeing them in the fucking teeth. Like, yeah. The only thing you need is just to be blocked out. Like, (laughs) that's, that's the only thing you really need that will get you to that point. So... Cheers to that. Honestly, that could be about <laughs> a lot of things, right? Yeah. You're like, I thought I could never do it. And then I got blacked out. Like anal for the first <laughs> time. Seriously. Wait, were you blacked out the first time? Oh, you I anal? had to be. I was like, this is just not like my boyfriend of six years had to like beg me. And I was like, how old were you? God, I had to be like 19 or 20. Yeah. Had you had like a finger in your butt? Yeah. But you did, a you like is very it? different than a huge dick, okay? Ugh, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like I, like, love the finger. Yeah. So when, like, my boyfriend at the time asked, I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm just like, what if it's weird? Like, <laughs> Yeah. That was my main concern. But I was, I mean, I was definitely a little drunk. Yeah. I think trying anything new sexually, and, like, not that you have to be a little bit drunk, but if you do drink, it is, like, nice to, like, have, like, a couple. Like, I don't think you should be, like, so drunk because then you might do some stuff that you don't like. Yeah. But, like, you know, sometimes it's just, like, it's even, like, now, like, being on this podcast, sometimes I like to have a drink or two because then I'll be more comfortable. Yeah. You know? No, exactly. I mean, it was not romantic at all. It was in the back of a car, so. I miss car sex, though. Do you not? You know what? I went on a date, like, what, a couple months ago, and I ended up, like, blowing him in the car and I was like wow this really brought me back <laughs> you know <laughs> like, like before you had your own place like yeah, were you you were like oh you're gonna have to go home like see people like whether yeah. it's your parents I don't know I and I will say too I feel like that position of like being in a back seat and being on top as a girl oh yeah and like it's great because I feel like if you do like cowgirl position where a guy's laying down then they want you to do more of that, like, bounce on the dick. Yeah. But if they're sitting up straight, then, like, you can't really do that. So it's more about, like, the, like, grinding, like, closeness. Yeah. And I think that, like, car sex might be, like, one of the times that, like, women can get the most, like, clit action. 100%. Or, like, couch sex. But then you got to, like, talk your dude into it. I feel like in the car, it's just, like, that's how you do it. Yeah. You know, there's no room. I feel like some of the best sex I've ever had has been in the car. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And then the same guy, I was like, okay, he was young. So I was like, this is just like your thing, you know, like I'm never going to talk to you again. You're 25. (laughs) Like this is just not an option. But, but I was like, wow, this really brought me back. This is great. And 
I was like, I don't have to talk to you after this. Like, you can just get me off in the car. And it's so hot, you know. I was in a parking lot by my house. Like, I'm not even far. I just didn't want to bring him inside. I'm like, I don't want you to stay. Or you don't want him to stay. Yeah, no. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, and I don't want you to sleep over. I don't know. Like, I'm I'm past that point. Like, I know what I want. It's not going to be you. So you can you can stay around for the dinner. <laughs> Staying over is a lot. Yeah. Honestly, it's one reason why I, like, never really want to have, like, threesomes with, like, me and my partner. Because I'll be like... Well, like meet a girl and I'm like so into it but then I'm like ugh, I start panicking because as a woman I care a lot about her feelings right yeah but I'm thinking about the next day when I wake up and I'm hungover if it's someone that I know and I'm like like and genuinely feel comfortable with like yeah fuck it, you could stay at my house I'm just thinking about myself waking up hungover as fuck on like a Sunday morning Not and they're just like some girl I don't really know there and I feel yeah. like I'd be like ah oh, and I I know how I am as a person. Like, I always am pretty good at feeling the vibe of when I should get the fuck out. Yeah. But a lot of people do not. People are not good at it. Yeah. And then you have to take into account their, like, Postmate order. Like, I don't want to order you food either. I can't even decide what I want. (laughs) You know? It's like, let's add another head in the mix. (laughs) Or you have your like normal, your normal Sunday order. And now you're yeah. like, oh God, I forgot that other girl's here. Like, yeah. yeah. And she's fucking vegan. Like, I don't want your avocado I'm, toast. I, I woke up at 9.45 and I'm so stoked <laughs> because I can finally just order a fucking Chick-fil-A breakfast. Exactly. Exactly. And then you realize Before it's Sunday. And then, and, then, <laughs> Jesus. And, then, and, then, and then she's like, well, I don't eat chicken. And I'm like, well. Fucking exactly. Jesus Christ. Like, no. I didn't ask you to be, I mean, I, like, you came, whatever. It's all good. Yeah. Are you not entertained? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I can't, like, give you a place to sleep for the night. Fuck you. And then give you, like, the perfect fucking breakfast. Yeah. And, like, that's so much. And that's uh, usually, like, I'd rather, like, go to someone else's house to fuck always. Me too. Because then I'll be, like, at the end of it, you just I go, like, leave. I'm going to leave whenever you want. Yeah. yeah. People at your own house. What's your like, what have you, what's the craziest thing you've ever had to do when you had to like kick someone out of your house where you're like, you're just done? Ooh. Okay. This is bad. <laughs> but okay. I'm going to preface this by saying guys, <laughs> guys at this stage, they completely like want a wife. And I'm like, I'm not there yet. So it's like they come over, they think like having sex and they're like, like some aren't, but like some of them pretend they aren't that way. And they actually do want to like, oh, cuddle, stay. And they're like, oh, you're going to make me breakfast in the morning, right? Like, no, bitch. No, that's not happening. So one time, (laughs) one time a guy, well, not just a guy, he was a boyfriend at one point. And (laughs) he, he was trying to come over to my house. And I just, like, was ignoring him. And I was like, no, you know what? Like, I just, like, don't feel like having sex with you tonight. And my friend, I, like, my ride or die. Like, I can get her to lie to the grave, you know? Like, (laughs) and she will ride that story with me till the end of time. And we still laugh about it today. Like, she's like, oh, remember, like, he kept calling you to come over. And then you were like, yeah, it's not happening. And, And I was like, yeah. She ended up calling him because she was like, leave her alone. Like, it's too much. Like, you're being too much. And he was like, oh, okay, well, why? What's going on? What's going on? And she's like, oh, like, her grandma died. (laughs) (laughs) 
so he was really shocked when she died like five years later. But, but it was really fucked up. But I couldn't, I had no choice because he was like outside my house and he's like, oh, I'm not there. And she's like, I see you. <laughs> and you know what? So he was really shocked when she actually died five years later. Yeah. yeah, but whatever. And was she out of your back? Always. That's a girl's girl. <laughs> you need those. Always. And we still laugh about it all the time. Like even when, like we used to have recordings of me being like, oh, I'm just so sick. Like you can't come over tonight. And then we like go out to a party or something. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm never telling the truth to these men. They don't deserve that. Oh, no. I mean, like I'm a person like I don't lie like ever. Like first, because I usually I generally feel like incredibly guilty. Yeah. Like if I care about anyone at all, like even like the silliest little lie that doesn't really seem like it makes me feel so bad. Oh, yeah. So I don't normally lie. But when I do, it is because I have assessed every situation and I've decided that it's the only it's the best thing for everybody. (laughs) And like, it's just like one of those things where you're just like, okay, like there's nothing good that can come out of like telling the truth. Yeah. And then I... I embody it. I become it. I am it. (laughs) (laughs) Just committed. Oh, I commit to the bid so fucking hard. And like literally like there's things that I've like years later have to remember like, oh, yeah, like fully lied about that. Yeah. Because I because like I said, it's not like it's it's never like an evil intention. It's just one of those things where it's like honestly like kind of a dumb thing yeah that's not gonna make anybody happy like it's not like I'm telling a man like oh I love you and I want to marry you but like I'm fucking all his friends like that's like a shitty lie like that's a terrible lie this is like someone that like maybe you like met and you haven't started dating yet and you like fucked a like friends with benefits like the night before you start dating and like ah, he probably didn't need to know about that one time you know it's like yeah and you just commit to it and to me I just like I don't know I embody it I am it and then that is and sometimes I kind of forget that it's even a lie because it is my truth devoted yeah right no because I, I because it wasn't a lie that was like evil it was not intended to like manipulate anybody it was yeah. just intended to like it was just like ah, I didn't do anything wrong and like it doesn't actually hurt you and like the only thing that would cause a problem is me like telling you the truth, truth. you know <laughs> yeah which like okay so my my ex who is a psychopath <laughs> 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 I know sounds, I know it sounds like you know like everyone says that but like actually truly was <laughs> <laughs> he was married the whole time we were dating I did not know that obviously but I feel like he taught me a lot of things it's crazy because I look back and I go what an insane person to like teach me things about relationships because sometimes he would tell me he was like hey like he was 10 years older than me and he yeah. would be like you know listen like sometimes when people like tell the truth it's not because it's what is best for everyone. It's because they feel guilty and they want to get it off their chest. Yeah. And it, honestly, he has a point, right? You know, I really is like, because I was always a person that would always be like, I will always tell the truth. Yeah. Always. And then you realize like, and then he kind of pointed that out to me. And I was like, damn, that's kind of like fucked up. Like, you're right. Like, maybe a lot of times I've told the truth is because I want to free myself fully from guilt. And it doesn't really make anyone's life better or 
make me a better person. It just makes me feel less bad. Yeah. <laughs> but then I found out years after we broke up that he was married the whole time. And so now sometimes I like think about what he said. Yeah. But then I'll be like, oh, that piece of shit. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. And I've been actually struggling with that over the last year because I've been like, sometimes I'm like, oh, like this person like doesn't need to know that. Yeah. Like it's like it does nothing for anybody. There was nothing like a huge like breach of confidence. Yeah. So it just feels like, but then I'm like, oh, but also the person who like, kind of taught me that was like, it's because they were trying to cover up a massive part of their life. Okay. Speaking <laughs> of married individuals, this is like the best, the best story ever. So like, <laughs> I would say the past year, I've been reframing from men in general, just because I'm like dating when you're older. I've countless guys married, married, married. And like, I find out later, well, one of them I knew like, but whatever. <laughs> well, one of them had a girlfriend. That was a different story. But I was first. So I kind of felt like she like came onto my territory, but whatever. Well, exactly. I'm a girl's girl. But yeah. like, listen, if I don't know you, it's not my responsibility. It's not my relationship. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah, I get it. But so I had my first one night stand because they always come back for more. But my first one night stand <laughs> in Scottsdale on a girl's trip. Was it last year? I think it was last year. And it was great. It was Great. Okay. So we went to a bar. We thought we were like with these normal guys and we were like, oh, are you guys celebrating like bachelor party? Like what's going on? Trying to pry, you know, see if they're married or not. None of them were wearing rings, by the way. So they're like, no, just a birthday, just a birthday. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take it for face value, you know? And this guy was cute. Like I was drunk, but I was like, okay, like you're, you're like, funny enough to get me naked you know so it's like <laughs> <laughs> funny enough to get me naked I wish I'd name the podcast that <laughs> yeah no seriously like literally in your 30s all it takes is like you know a good dinner and like something that makes you laugh enough to like make you naked like I swear to god no one has good humor these days so like if I don't have to hold the weight in the relationship of being the funny one like you're in you know because <laughs> you are funny yeah. it's really you have to be just funnier than me yeah <laughs> well just like maybe my equal <laughs> because like if you can make me laugh like game over but he was cool so we ended up like parting ways after the bar. And then he texted me and was like, do you want to come over? And I was like, sure. And I was like, have zero regard for my safety when I'm drunk. So I parted ways with my girlfriends and was like, I'm going to this guy's house. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, like, bye. Ubered there. He gave me the code to let myself in because he was behind me with his guy friends. And I was like, what if I'm a serial killer? Like, I love that, though. And then I... He threw all caution to the wind. That makes me, like, wet as fuck. I know. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to, like, like, get on my... you crazy? Yeah, me I'm going to get on my knees for this one, you know? So I let myself in, and naturally I had to do, like, an MTV Tours crib, <laughs> like, on my phone. And I FaceTimed my friend, and I was like welcome to my new crib. And she's like, where the fuck are you? And I was like, oh, I'm going to fuck this guy. He's a cop, by the way. So I was like, I was like secretly hoping he has some handcuffs with him. And I was like, I'm going to fuck a cop. Like, who cares? Like America, you know? So I go to his house and, and after I do like a full tour, like searching through suitcases too, I was like, I need to figure out like, am I getting killed tonight? You know? Right, you're I just like, like casually like, where's like the guns sprawl out on the couch. And when they walk in, I'm like, oh, 
like, <laughs> 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 didn't know you were here. But yeah, first one night stand, ended up leaving. And he's like, lives in California, not in LA, but he's like in Temecula area, right? And I was like, he was like, oh, we can like hang out. And I was like, okay, like maybe, like you're cool enough, I guess. Like I'll go wine tasting. And if you're cool in the area, enough. like I'll like come say hi, you know? And this is where it went downhill. Oh God. So, oh no. so he, <laughs> he started sending me pictures of like his motorcycles and stuff. He's like, oh, I'm going to take you on my motorcycle. First of all, I'm like, okay, like not for me, but whatever. Like you can go fast. Cool. Like my mother would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I don't really want to die, but okay. So my friend, she's an in insurance. Uh, this could be super illegal. So I don't know. But she's like, do you want me to run his plates? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so. In the matter of like, and I was in real estate at the time, so I can easily like check people's information, also might be illegal. So <laughs> so she pulls his plates. Like theoretically she yeah. could, but she wouldn't. Yeah. So she pulls his plates and goes, <laughs> oh, there's like a girl on his like policy. And I was like, oh, and I was like, maybe he's got a kid. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna search I was like what's the address associated with the plates I was like I'll look it up so I looked up the address how he acquired title on his deed of his house married man I was like hmm. I, I by the way I found this out on my lunch break like this was in a span of 30 minutes right. at work like oh like I feel like women like we can hunt it down I'm the FBI like honestly I mean with my ex like the only reason, like, I mean, he told me he was get he had told me he was separated in the process of getting a divorce. Yeah. I was 23. Yeah. Now I would never believe that. But like yeah. at 23, I why would I not believe that? Yeah. I, I had no reason to believe someone because first of all, I wasn't like trying to date this man. I was just trying to have sex with him. Exactly. So it wasn't like I was was withholding. Yeah. Going like, oh, well, like you can only like have sex with me. Like yeah. once you like promise to love me forever. Like that was not it. I was exactly. like, why don't we just have casual sex? And he was like, no, I like love you. But I'm like, you know, separated from this woman. And I was like, OK, like that seems like a lot. Yeah. And then you find out all this shit. But like, I don't know. Yeah. Ugh. This was like a 20 minute span too. So it was like rolling real fast. And like <laughs> me and my friend, I'm on like, I'm on FaceTime at work in like a corporate office in Beverly Hills. And I'm like, oh, this motherfucker. I was like, I was like should we go? Should we go to his house? And I was like, I was like no. You're literally over her to LA right now. Yeah, no, literally. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, wow, this is fucking nuts. And I was like, I'm just going to like bring up her name in conversation or something. Cause I think and it's And he never hilarious. even mentioned that he was with her at all? No. He didn't even, like, at least my ex, like, pretended it was his ex. No. Even though she was, like, married to him. No. But, single. Like, single as a Pringle, he said. So. Oh! But, I mean, like, who cares? I really didn't expect to see him after the one night. I was like, ooh, you know, like, my yeah, first yeah, one night stand in yeah. Scotty. Like, I'm coming back forever. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, no, I was just like, you know what? Whatever. Who cares? Literally never talked to him ever again. But it's, like, a reoccurring theme as you're older. Like, I swear to God, the past three concerts I've been to, like, guys have been hitting on me in front of their girlfriends. And I'm like, am I being recruited for a third? Like, what's going on? Dude, I think that's, like, kind of a thing. Yeah. It's like, 
which always is like honestly to me as someone who's like into women and like I'm down with like bringing in a third I always think like I should be the driving factor yeah and anytime like my like partner's been the driving factor yeah not that like you know it makes me uncomfortable or anything it's more that I'm just like no no no, no. yeah like it's not it's not about how I feel to me it's about how the girl we're bringing home feels yeah and if she's not like super into me because like I know I will take care of her yeah I don't know what you're gonna do yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know I just feel like if I'm gonna like bring home a girl to my home and like I'm gonna have sex with her and my like man's gonna have sex with her yeah but then it mean it needs to mean that like I am so committed to making her comfortable oh and if I'm God. just like vaguely annoyed That's so sweet. No, I mean, like, you think it's sweet, but I'm sure, like, you know, my partner hates it because that's why I, like, turned on so many girls because I'm yeah. just like, oh, I can't care about her enough. Yeah. You know? No, see, I'm and the it's... opposite. I'm a douchebag. I am quite literally a douchebag. Like, with women? No, just in general. Oh, I... it was with men. <laughs> Huge douchebag. With women, I, I panic. I don't know. I, well, because I just, I know I've been there and I'm just like, I want them to feel comfortable to sleep at my house, but I also don't want them to stay too long. But I just like, I, I just think about it so differently coming yeah. in, bringing someone in for a threesome gives me so much anxiety. And I remember like, so my ex, the crazy one who was married, we met this girl out in New York City and she was like, she and I were really flirting and he was doing a really good job of like, letting us have the vibe, but like coming in occasionally. Yeah. Just and like in. being like, oh, I'm hot and like cool, but like not like <laughs> stepping on the vibe that she and I had. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, okay. Like I've had threesomes, but a lot of them have been for work and shit. So it was like, this was like someone I actually care about. And I was like, I'm actually really into this. But I told him, I said, don't give her one more shot. Because I could tell she was fucked up. I mean, I was fucked up too. Everyone's fucked up. Yeah. But I was like, the thing I'm not going to do is ever, like, bring someone home that I can tell is, like, a little too drunk. And so, and he, like, ended up bringing everyone a shot. And she took one. And I was like, I think that's, like, done for me. Because I could just, like, tell she was super fucked up. Yeah. So I was like, we should just take her home. And I was really into it and like it was such a vibe and we took her home and then I got a text in the morning. She was like, wait, why did you guys take me home? And I'm like, I felt like it was probably fine. She didn't make the cut for the roster. Well, like, I mean, like I felt like it was, you know, like you felt like it's like probably fine. Like yeah. she'd been into me all night. She had a little flirting with like my dude, whatever. Like it felt like everything was like probably good, but I just knew she'd had too much to drink and I don't know her. So... All yeah. I was thinking is, like, what if she wakes up in the morning and regrets, regrets all of this? And, like, I don't want to be a person that, like, instigated, like, supported any of that. So I just was like, I'd rather take her home. I don't know her. Like, but she was like, why did you take me home? I was like, so into you guys. I was like, I'm sorry. I just, like, as a yeah. woman, like, I just felt like it wasn't, I felt like you weren't in a headspace. Like, if I knew you, like, there's, like... For, like, I'm sure you're the same way. It's like me. It's like there's times I might seem fucked up, but like people would know like she's yeah. fine. Yeah, she yeah, can yeah. handle herself. But I just didn't know her. So I was just like, oh, like I that would be the worst thing ever to like put someone in that position. 
And turns out that girl's actually fucking crazy. But I didn't know that. <laughs> I met her that night. And I was just thinking like, oh my God, like what if she wakes up and goes like, well, I was just out that night because I was trying to make my ex-boyfriend jealous. And yeah. now I'm in bed with like three other people. Yeah. And maybe she'd feel fucking weird. And like, that's why like I will always be like the worst threesome girlfriend of all time. Because I'm always concerned so much about the woman. I'm like, okay, so like, <laughs> how have you been lately? Like you feeling good? Like, yeah. do you need water? like do we need to like call your dad like your mom like your aunt your grandma like who's your, your support yeah. <laughs> who's your support system also like please are you not gonna hang around too long tomorrow because oh. <laughs> i'm also looking out for my own health see i'm not that nice i feel like <laughs> like like i always I, first of all i've never had a threesome but i totally would but it would not be like I could never do two dicks. Like that's just too much work. I would definitely do like a hot girl. I just like have such an appreciation for women. I think they're so beautiful. But at the same time, like my my old roommate, we actually almost had a threesome together. We got like blacked out at brunch and she's like was fucking this really hot black guy at the time. And I was like, I don't even know his name. Like bring him over. And like we continue drinking at home, which was never a good idea. And it's like, you know, 2 p.m. on a Sunday. Like, it's Jesus's day. Like, why the fuck are we it's off the hinges? <laughs> and, and we're, like, on our balcony, like, in our underwear and, like, singing with music and taking pictures. Like, I have all these videos. Sounds like a perfect day. All these videos. So unhinged. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck's wrong with us? And she, first of all, we met because we were in Vegas and I was, you know, with all my guy friends after I was just, like, out of a six-year relationship. And... And they're like, Katie, you have to come with us. And I was like, okay. I was like, this is a guy's trip though. This feels a little like rapey. I don't know. <laughs> and, and they're like, no, like you're fine. We've known you for like 10 years. Like you're going to be just part of the guys. And I was like, okay. So like everyone got too fucked up at the table and no one was drinking. And I was like, we have like a $10,000 minimum. Like this is not happening. So I was like, I'm going to go in the herpes pool. And I'm going to pull out the hottest group of girls for you guys. Like, you're welcome. And so, like, I went in the pool and pointed to this girl and said, you. And she goes, I'll do anything for you. <laughs> Fast forward. That, that becomes my roommate. Me. That becomes my roommate. She had a roommate from Colorado to LA <laughs> to be my roommate. <laughs> Fast forward a couple years later. You said you. I was like, You. First of all, like my titties were out. So it's like, you know, it's, you know, 80% my tits and then 20% the well, personality. It's like, it's you're like really dazzling. Fun. Like you're fine and genuine. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, you come with me. Like, don't worry. I will never roofie you. Like, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like it yeah. was like a fake thing, but I know you meant it genuinely. Oh, yeah. No, I was like, you're like I will never roofie you. I was like, these guys, <laughs> these guys are pussies too. They're not going to roofie you. And if they do, I'll punch them in the throat. You know, like... <laughs> So she dough. comes, she ends up moving to LA. Best roommate for the pot, for, for only a year. Like, I, there's no way we could have done more than a year because we both would have been in a lot of trouble. But we got too many mimosas at brunch and then it turned into tequila shots at home. And next thing you know, we're in our underwears. And I was like, tell him to come over. Like, let's get fucked. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then we fell asleep in bed. <laughs> Woke up to 15 missed calls, like a note on the front door. And I was like, oh, shit. Isn't that like iconic when you just like really just, you just sleep? Yeah. And you're like, oh Disregard my God. men. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And you're like, wow, that was like 
so refreshing. Yeah. I you was wake like, up and you're like eight hours of sleep and zero trauma. Yeah. No, we, <laughs> My God. we woke up, looked at each other. We started laughing. And then I was like, you want to go to Benihana? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to go there right now? Yeah. <laughs> we also, can you, I mean, tell people how to find you if you want them to or don't. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you had kind of like a vaguely normal job. So I don't know. I do. Like, my friends who are like entertainers, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, plug your shit. And then my friends who have normal jobs, I'm like, you cool with like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's funny. I think it's really funny because like all my good friends are somewhat in the industry some way. And I'm like, don't worry, guys, you're all transplants. Like I was raised (laughs) here. (laughs) I was like, it gets old. I promise you, like eventually you're going to hit the threshold and you're going to like, you know, either do a podcast or. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been here 10 years. Exactly. The podcast had to happen. Yeah, (laughs) or getting OnlyFans and, you know, the market's down right now. So (laughs) I know Well, the OnlyFans is like, you know, been around for forever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did it. I mean, I was like the OG OnlyFans life. So, yeah, I've. I like to say I'm old fashioned because I just send them for free, which is like not great because I could be capitalizing off of it. But I'm like, you know what? Like, I just send them for free. Honestly, like you should, because I feel like I did. I didn't want to do any of that like person to person stuff. Oh, yeah. And I have like probably killed like I probably could have made like fucking like half a mil. (laughs) I like didn't make because I was like. Oh, I feel weird, like, flirting with people I've never known on the internet, which is insane because you can literally see me get butt-fucked on the internet. (laughs) So it's insane. And I was like, well, like, I just feel like it's, like, kind of weird to, like, flirt. Like, (laughs) like, all my friends are like, are you fucking out of your mind? I'm like, yeah, clearly. Like, how do you think I ended up in this fucking situation (laughs) of being this person? Like, You know what's funny about that? So I started a podcast instead. Yeah, Yeah, so now we just talk about it. But um, funny enough, all my friends who have like OnlyFans, like I'm like their ghostwriter and I take so much pride in it. <laughs> and it's great. Like, it's great because all of them are like, Katie, how the fuck do you do this? And I was like, well, what do you mean? I was like, first of all, 2 p.m. on a Tuesday, Chad, like I'm not this horny. I'm eating a bagel, you know, like there's no way that I'm like, oh, yeah, I really want your big dick right now. But I just like can turn it on and so my friends will literally be like okay this guy is gonna pay me like 200 dollars to like talk dirty to him for like five minutes and i was like okay i'm in between meetings like i got like an hour to spare (laughs) i'm hiring you to sex for me yeah no and so they're like we'll literally venmo you half because i can't and it's the best and they're like some of my friends are like jesus christ like how what do you what what goes through your mind and i was like what do you mean sick shit i was like i could be a creative (laughs) director of your ass like (laughs) I don't know. You sound like The weekend and like the idol. I could be a creative director of your ass. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you tell? Did you plug yourself? Um, plug it. Or don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm Katie. I <laughs> I have a normal job. Is there anything you want to promote? If there's not, it doesn't matter. Not really, honestly. And just be like, fuck it. I'm Katie and like, fuck all you guys. It's fuck all it. good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed and even learned a few things. You can catch a new episode of X Version every Friday. In the meantime, follow us for more at Woo More Play. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. We're choosing random reviewers to send free Woo More Play gifts to all the time. Until next time.